Welcome back to another episode of Suiting Up Varsity, a podcast dedicated to the sound of the band, the smell of popcorn, the feel of an old letter jacket, the sight of teenagers hoisting trophies high above their heads, and most of all, to the grand history and fantastic stories of Nebraska prep sports. Join us as we look back in time at the great moments from a century plus of Nebraska high school athletics. As I look around and see spring trying to uh, spring into place in Nebraska, uh, as we're fighting wind and and uh, all kinds of weather, uh, I realized we've never really had a golf-dedicated episode. And so I began looking around for a good story, and what I found was the Nebraska High School State Sand Greens Golf Championship. Um, and so I began looking into that. Like most stories in the state of Nebraska, the origin of the state Sand Greens Golf Championship in 1941 involves a rivalry between the urban centers of Lincoln and Omaha and the rest of the state. In 1939, the adult state amateur golf championship was played on Sand Greens in Beatrice. And guess who won? Elmer McKinney of Kearney, a regular Sand Greens player from the West. Now, why was that such a big deal? Why was it a controversy? Well, if you look at the Am- Nebraska amateur winners uh, from the first meet in 1905 until the year before that in 1938, uh, you'll see the champions are one fellow from Lincoln, one from Hastings, happened to be former Tiger basketball star Jack Horner, and 32 guys from Omaha. And all of the state championships have been played in Omaha and Lincoln on grass greens before that. Well, the Metropolitan folks declared McKinney less than a real state champion uh, and said he never would have won on a real golf course. The Westerners, of course, celebrated and said that this proved that the idea that the state's best golfer was always from the East had been a mirage created by always playing the tournament on grass when many, many of the state's courses at that time used sand greens. One newspaper sports columnist, Jerry Grosvenor, said that the state should stop arguing and either create a format where the Nebraska amateur was played on a combination of sand and grass green courses or simply stop calling any tournament on just one surface or the other the state championship. As the grown-ups were grumbling at each other, the, uh, the State High School Association acted. In March of 1941, O.L. Webb, secretary of the Nebraska High School Athletic Association, announced that there would be a state sand greens tournament in addition to the grass greens meet, which had been conducted since 1932. Basically, the NHSAA decided to have separate but equal tournaments. The first sand greens championship would be held May 2nd and 3rd at the Kearney Country Club. Like its grass greens big brother, Uh, that would be held a week after that at Lincoln Pioneers course, it would be a single-class affair, and it would feature 18 holes on Friday to determine the team champion and 36 holes of match play on Saturday to determine the individual medalists. Ignoring Grosvenor's advice, uh, schools would be asked to choose which of the state golf meets they would attend. No team would be allowed to compete at both, and the winners of both would be separate state champions. When entries arrived for the golf championships, nine schools had chosen the sand route. Aurora, Hastings, St. Cecilia, Kearney, Oconto, Ord, Holdridge, St. Paul, Juanita, and Hebron. 
Long ball hitter Earl Paris of Aurora would claim the first individual Sand Greens title and lead his Huskies to the team title on Saturday as well. Kearney Country Club would remain the host site through the early years of the Sand Greens event, hosting it until 1948, but Kearney would only stage the event five times. Everything went out off as scheduled in 1942, as the hometown Kearney Bearcats took the team title, and St. Paul's Hilton Peterson captured the individual medal. Yes, you may have caught that. The first two Sand Greens champions in Nebraska history were named Paris and Hilton. Uh, Earl Paris and Hilton Peterson. But enough of that. Uh, the 42 meet was held on May 9th, five months and two days after the attack on Pearl Harbor. But high school athletics had pretty much continued as planned that school year. It was the next year that we see war-related slowdown. Many football schedules were truncated in the fall uh, of 42, and Creighton University dropped its football program completely, which was the first domino that will lead Skip Palrang to Boys Town, where he'll become a legendary coach. But I digress. In the winter of 42-43, state basketball is contracted from four classes back to just two. And in the spring, state Sands Green Golf is canceled. The meet was scheduled again for the Kearney course, but a week before the first tee time, the NHSAA's web announced that too few teams were planning to attend amid wartime gas restrictions. And the ones who had registered decided that they would just travel to Lincoln a week later for the Grass Greens version. The Sand Greens Championship remained on war-induced hiatus through 1944 and 1945, but returned to Kearney in late May 1946. The newspaper accounts say this event was sanctioned by the state association, but the results do not appear on the current NSAA website, History of the State Meet. The date of the contest is a bit suspicious. May 26 is much later than the meet was ever held before or after, so maybe this is kind of an NSAA adjacent meet rather than official. Either way, we do know the results. Grand Island won the team title behind sophomore individual winner Bob Knickram, who would go on to be a basketball and baseball star for the Islanders and who would win another state Sand Greens title as a senior in 1948. The biggest news of the 1946 event, though, might be that Grand Island won the state Sand Green title and then finished fourth a week later at the Grass Green State meet behind champion Lincoln High. Obviously, the prohibition against schools competing at both meets had disappeared, perhaps in the fog of war. North Platte, which also competed at the Sand Greens meet in Kearney, was eighth on the grass in Lincoln in 1946. I want to take a quick break to remind everybody of uh, the great things going on at the Nebraska High School Hall of Fame in Lincoln, down in the Haymarket. Uh, if you're thinking of hitting up a Husker baseball or softball game this spring or just making a trip to Lincoln, uh, make a trip over uh, to the Hall of Fame. They're open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 to 4. New things going on. They're updating a lot of their multimedia displays right now. Uh, just some amazing things and some amazing pieces of Nebraska high school history. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, this is the place for you. And as always, the Nebraska High School Hall of Fame uh, has no admission charge. Great for the kids, too. All right, let's get back to the story of Nebraska high school sand greens golf. 
The Kearney and Grand Island Sand Greens Championships that bookended the Warrior years kick off an era of big school domination of the one-class state Sand Greens Championship. The Islanders and Kanikram would win two more Kearney-based meets in 1947 and 1948, and then string four more big trophy wins together as the meet moved to their own city from 1949 to 1952. Grand Island's domination was complete, as it also swept all the individual titles in that era, with Bill Detweiler winning in 47, Kanikram, of course, in 48, Ronnie Moore in both 49 and 50, and Jack Moore in 1951 and 1952. The Grand Island version of the meet was hosted at the Woodland Country Club. The Woodland course was directly west of the current Riverside course and actually occupied the land that Riverside's driving range sits on today. Later in its history, the course was run by the Grand Island American Legion, and it met its end at least in part as a result of the 1980 tornadoes that ravaged much of the South Locust area. In 1953, the state Sand Greens meet moved to the Holdridge Country Club, and it alternated throughout most of the 50s between that Phelps County course and going back to Woodland and GI. The move to Holdridge brought a new champion in 53, Lincoln High. Uh, Hastings Tiger Bob McCready wore the individual crown that year. In 54, back at Woodland and GI, North Platte claimed its first Sand Greens title, and another Grand Islander, uh, Moore, uh, another Grand Island Moore, this time Jerry, was the individual champion. In 1955, it was back to Holdridge and back to state champion Lincoln High, and this time a link. Mike McCouston would take the individual medal as well. The red and black would prove that they could navigate sand, the sand in places other than Holdridge by winning the 1956 trophy at Woodland and Grand Island behind individual winner Bud Williamson. Williamson would make it back-to-back -back titles in 57 as the championship again returned to Holdridge, but North Platte would step into the team winner's circle again. That would be Holdridge's last year of holding the meet. There's not a lot of hard information available about when golf courses converted from sand greens to grass greens, but one wonders if a Holdridge transition to grass greens was the reason the meet's rotation stopped. The big boys of sand greens did well at the grass greens tournaments of the, of the 50s as well. Grand Island swept both golf championships in 50, and Lincoln High turned that trick in both 53 and 55, as obviously dual participation in sand and grass greens continued to be allowed. That pattern would continue for the next four years, as the tournament returned annually to Grand Island's Woodland. The meet might have left Holdridge, but it was a duster, Louis Titus, uh, who claimed the individual crown in 1958. Hastings captured, captured its first Sand Greens team title that spring on its way to winning three of the next four under legendary coach Steve Bendis. The Tigers' next two wins in 60 and 61 would be part of grass and sand sweeps. Bruce Peterson of Ord was the 1959 individual champ as North Platte broke up the Tiger team race dominance for a year. In 1960, there was a three-way tie for the individual state medal among Tommy Thompson of Hastings, Jules Van Dersel of Lincoln Pius X, and Bill Gunlicks of Kearney. Van Dersel 
would win the 1961 individual Sand Greens title outright and was part of a great decade of pious golf. Uh, the NSAA had split its grass green events into two classes in 1952, and the Thunderbolts claimed the 1957 and 1959 Class B championships to go along with the 55 and 56 Class B titles won by their predecessors, the Lincoln Cathedral Bluebirds. After Hastings won that fifth state title, three on the sand and two on the grass, in 1961, the NSAA reconsidered their original rule about schools not participating in both golf meets. In May, the association's Board of Control decreed that golf-playing schools must choose the grass or the sand, bringing on a new era uh, of the Sand Greens event. The NSAA commissioner of the era, C.C. Tommy Thompson, said the change was made to revert to the purpose of the event. He told the papers, quote, The original intent was to sponsor a tournament on a statewide basis that would be for the smaller schools, as most of them are from communities that do not offer a grass greens course. Hastings coach Bendis, who of course possessed three of the last four sand greens trophies, injected another reason to justify the decision, logistics. He told the Hastings Tribune that the event was growing too large to be handled in the current format at one course. The growth of the event had been slow so far, but that would change. In the Kearney Country Club era from 1941 to 48, the nine teams at the inaugural meet were the most that ever attended. When Woodland and Grand Island took over hosting, the count still did not hit double digits until 10 schools entered in 1952 and the high watermark of the Holdridge-Grand Island alternating tourneys was just 21 on the Phelps County course in 1955. The last four seasons before the change, though, had seen the average, average top 20 schools a year, and a record 26 showed up for the 1961 event. Bendis, who besides being a great golf coach, was a nationally renowned physical education and recreation expert, anticipated more and more teams joining through the baby boom 60s. To him, that justified the change as much as anything, a way of limiting the number of teams who were at Sand Greens. 1962 would begin that new era in an old familiar place, Grand Island's Woodland Country Club. That course would host, host the state sand greens for the 12th and final time in 62. With the big schools choosing grass competition, 62 also opened the era of the Alma Cardinals on the sand greens. The Cardinals would win five straight titles, beginning with a six-stroke triumph over Ord at Grand Island, despite the efforts of the Chanticleer individual state medalist Art Ozenkowski. Ord's runner-up finish secured the school's fifth Sand Green's second place trophy. The Chance had finished behind Grand Island three times in that Islander dominant era, 46, 47, and 48, and were edged by North Platte in the big 1959 meet when Bruce Pearson of Ord had taken the individual honors. Lots of teams would finish runner up to Alma on the Sand Greens. The Cardinals of Harlan County would host the 1963 and 64 meets and win the big trophy behind individual gold medalists. Doug Carey, and Rick Banta. The 1963 runner-up, Scott's Bluff, proves that big schools could, and sometimes would, still choose sand greens over grass. In 1964, Gordon finished second. In 65 and 66, the meet would move east, 
to the Hebron Country Club, but the top team on the leaderboard would not change. Alma finished ahead of Gordon again in 66 and in front of St. Paul in 67. Chuck Featherston was the 66 individual champ for the runner-up Bronx, while Sam Martin of Pawnee City grabbed the top spot in 1967. As Bindus had predicted, the popularity of the Sand Greens game grew throughout the decade. By the time the event arrived in Hebron in 1966, even without the big schools, there were 18 teams entered. The next year, that number hit 25, just one short of the record when grass green teams were still eligible to compete. That year, the NSAA made another change, probably recognizing the same logistical problems that Bendis had explained during the last rule adjustment. The Sand Green State Golf Tournament was divided into two divisions, Class A for schools over 85 boys and Class B for all the others. The two meets would be held at different sites, and this system would last for six seasons. On this time out, I I want to try to convince you to uh, take a look at our Patreon account at patreon.com slash suitingupvarsity. This is a place... Uh, we're listeners to the podcast, followers of the Twitter feed, fans of our project, uh, can lend a hand and help out. Uh, you know, we do have some costs involved with this project, and, and uh, so we've set up our Patreon where people can donate as little as a dollar uh, to help us uh, keep going, help us keep taking the field trips we need, help us keep posting things to the internet and hosting sites. Um, I, I'd love for you to take a look. Uh, we try to offer extra content there to our patrons. Uh, I think we uh, put some good things up there. In fact, a lot of this story appeared uh, months ago on our Patreon, and so those people are very familiar with it. Take a look again at patreon.com slash suitingupvarsity. As we get back to the story of Nebraska's Sand Greens Golf, uh, Hebron held on to the Class A portion of the 1967 meet while the Class B teams in 67 headed for the Franklin Country Club along Highway 136. A record 30 teams would compete between the two sites, 14 of them in Class A and 16 in Class B. At Hebron, the Gordon Bronx, led by individual champ Tom Morris, finally escaped the runner-up spot and captured the state title, running away from second place St. Paul. In the small school division, Overton finished in front of Juanita, Uh, while Dave Edson of Chapel took the medalist honors. Hebron again hosted Class A in 1968, while Class B moved to Overton. There are actually several instances of the defending champions hosting the next year's tournament, Uh, and playing on one's home course is definitely an advantage. As we look at the whole history of Sand Greens, 14 of the 50 Sand Greens golf championships in Nebraska were won by a hometown team. A more interesting statistic, though, may be uh, that of the 21 schools that have Sand Green state title trophies on display, 10 of them hosted state at least once. Hosting, I believe, might be more of a function of the commitment to the Sand Greens game in that community than just a desire for home court advantage. St. Paul finally shed its bridesmaid role and won the Class A tournament in 1968 ahead of Rushville. David Hensley of Gordon was the individual state champ. In Class B, the Trenton Warriors outplayed perennial power Alma for the crown while Rick Custer of Oshkosh took the individual gold medal. 
30 schools competed again, but this time the bigger group, 17, was in Class A, and Class B drew only 13. Rushville outplayed 19 teams, including runner-up again St. Paul, for the 1969 Class A title. The meet was in Hebron again, while Trenton captured the Class B title on its home course, ahead of second-place Juanita and 10 other schools. Greg Pumphrey of Hebron was a home course gold medalist in A. Alan Mallory of Mullen took home Class B honors. In 1970, the two-class Sand Green system continued, and the Class A meet moved out of Hebron for the first time. A little new scenery must have been just what Hebron needed, as Greg, Greg Pumphrey repeated his medalist, and the Bears also grabbed their first-ever team title. Imperial was second in the 14-team field at the St. Paul Country Club. Class B returned to Overton and saw what might be the most dramatic ending in Sand Green's history. Uh, and a battle between two great Sand Greens golf programs. Longtime power Alma needed a sudden-death playoff to stop Trenton from winning its third straight championship. Instead, the Cardinals won their sixth big trophy and their first since 1966. Rick Kent of Grant was the individual top man. Class A returned to St. Paul in 1971. Imperial's Larry Hughes won the individual title and led his Longhorn team to the state championship by seven strokes over the host Wildcats. Class B returned to the site of the first small school tournament, Franklin, and the host Flyers claimed a four-stroke win over the defending champs from just down the road, Alma. Franklin's Dave Samuelson keyed the win and won the individual crown. There were at least 10 teams in the Class A field, but I don't have any idea of how many played in Class B, as newspaper coverage of the Sand Greens started to get sparse in the 1970s. 1972 was the last year of the split Sand Championships. Class A was played in a new place, David City, while Class B went to a familiar course, Overton. New schools shot to the top in A, with Centura and Gibbon finishing 1 and 2 while the defending champion Flyers of Franklin ruled Class B again, with the Oxford Cardinals finishing second. Franklin also again provided the individual champion, this time Randy Sadoff. In Class A, though, there was a tie for the first time since 1960, as Kurt Farrell of Gibbon, George McHark of Centura, Jeff Probino of Imperial, and Ray Zeilinger of David City all shared the top spot. Participation was still strong, with 13 schools playing in Class A and 21 in Class B, which was, or was at least close to, a record. Still, in 1973, the NSAA voted to contract the Sand Greens golf competition to one class. The reason for that seeming contradiction, more teams but down to one class, is that it was not really a contraction. It was a move to more grass greens golf as the NSAA added Class C competition to its grass green tournaments for the 1973 season. And many former sand teams moved to the green stuff. It makes sense, as only about 30 of the state's 120 golf courses at that time were still playing sand greens. Uh, when sand greens competition opened in 1941, I bet that those numbers, that ratio, would be reversed. 
In a sign that many of the larger sand schools had moved to grass, the 1973 sand champions Mullen and runners-up Oxford again uh, had both been in the Class B field in 1972, so only the smallest schools were staying in sand greens. The individual champion on the David City course uh, that year was Franklin sophomore Kevin Slocum, who was starting his path to become the first three-time champion in sand greens history. The tournament moved to the shores of the Sutherland Reservoir for the next two years, and both Mullen and Slocum continued to win. But that's all I really know. Newspaper coverage for the Sand Greens basically disappears. In fact, the only confirmation of Slocum's three-peat that I can find in the newspapers is a voice from the grandstand letter from a Franklin fan in the World Herald. I cannot even name the runners-up for the 1974 and 1975 Sutherland-hosted tournaments. In 1976, the veil lifts a bit, but not, uh, not because there is a story on the state championship, but the World Herald at least runs the results in small agate type. Mullen wins again as the event returns to Overton. Fullerton takes the runner-up trophy behind the individual title of Brad Irwin. Irwin would win again in Overton in 1977, and this time he would lead the Warriors to the team title. Crawford would finish second. Fullerton's Irvin would fall one stroke short of matching Slocum's three titles when he was edged for the 1978 gold medal by Nelson's John Schutte. Schutte was playing on his home course, the Elk Creek Country Club, outside of Nelson. With Schutte's win and teammate Tom Schlieff's third-place finish, the Nelson Tigers captured their first state title, leaving the defending champion Warriors of Fullerton with the runner-up trophy. Nelson's Elk Creek course would again host state in 1979, and again a Nelson Tiger edged a Fullerton Warrior for the state title. This time it was John Myers who topped Mitch Glore, but this time it would not clinch the team title. That hardware went to the Juanita Broncos with Franklin in the second spot. Sand Green's golf started in the 1940s in Nebraska. It would end in the 1980s, but not before Red Cloud captured its first state title behind the medalist effort of Steve Schreiner in 1980. Imperial was the runner-up in the event, held for the first time at Lawrence, the home of the famous, uh, or is it infamous, Cow Chip Open every July. The championship would return to Lawrence in 1981, and this time it would be Franklin coming out on top for the Flyers' third state Sand Greens title. Franklin's Brian Carey was the state medalist, and Nelson finished in the team runner-up spot. The teams at the 1981 meet qualified through district tournaments for the first time ever. Franklin came right back and won its fourth championship in 1982, when the meet shifted back to the Flyers' home course. They finished 26 strokes ahead of second place Oxford. Sandy Creek's Rob Peterson was the individual medalist. As the meet had done in its first in its last six stops, excuse me, it stayed in Franklin for a second year in 1983. Gary Hurt led Nelson to a to another title that year as he won the individual race in a tournament that can, was contested in almost constant rain. The host Flyers finished second. In 1984, the state Sand Greens returned to Nelson and the Elk Creek Country Club. The home course Tigers used a 1-2 finish by Brent Lynch and Parrish Fromm to take a second straight team title. Red Cloud finished second. Nelson accomplished the three-peat in 1985 in the meet's second year at Elk Creek. They finished just three strokes ahead of second place Ravana. 
Blue Jay Brad Hollinger captured the individual title in a playoff win over Franklin's Brian Jones. Ravenna would be the site of the next tournament in 1986, and Hollinger took home a second straight gold medal. This time his Blue Jay teammates would be champions too, as they outscored Mullen for the crown. Hollinger was just a junior in 1986 and would have been looking to match Franklin Slocum as the only three-time champion in Sand Green's history. Would have been. That is because the state association decided that the Sand Green State Championship would only continue in 1987 if 18 teams declared interest in participating. That number was not met, and it was the end of 45 years of Nebraska Sand Green's golf. Hollinger's Ravenna squad finished fourth in the Class C Grass Green State Tournament in 1987, but he didn't crack the individual top 10. The end of the Sand Green State Tournaments was not the end uh, of some of the great Sand Green's golf powers, though. Since the end of Sand Green's play, Franklin has won state titles in C2 in 2007 and Class D in 2011 uh, on the grass, and Alma has won three straight Class C2 big trophies from 2000 to 2002 and added a Class D title in 2008. They may not be raking the greens anymore, but small-town golf is alive and well in Nebraska. Well, that's it. Until next time on Suiting Up Varsity, you can follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at SuitUpVarsity. Or check out our website where we talk about our project and share many of the lists, like school songs, gym opening dates, uh, stadiums and gyms named after great Nebraska prep legends, and much, much more. We share all those at our website, suitinguparsity.org. Like I said earlier, if you'd like to support our project and get access to special extras, pictures, stories, information, discussions of Nebraska prep sports, uh, or even if you have a special research request, take a look at our Patreon by going to patreon.com slash suitinguparsity. We hope to hear from you soon. Also, if you like this podcast, take time to rate us on iTunes or wherever else you find your podcast. It helps others find our show. Or, maybe even better, Share one of our episodes on Twitter or Facebook or your other social media. Help other Nebraska sports fans find our podcast and our project. This has been Suiting Up Varsity, Episode 44, written and produced by me, Greg Mays, technical research assistance by my brother, Tate Mays, helpful audio advice and encouragement from Chris Shukai, and as always, dedicated to Jerry Mathers, the godfather of Nebraska high school sports history and the inspiration for this podcast. Suiting Up Varsity is the anchor show of the Nebraska Varsity Network. Copyright 2022.